You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban and Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac? Well, I'm not the editor at Mavs.com. I'm a writer at Mavs.com. Yeah, you just the editor of, Smok- of Smoking Cuban and of I should say and of Mavs.com. <laughs> I forgot my preposition. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Um. So, Nick, you know this because I texted you about this today, and it's still our secret of our podcast listeners, but we had another ultrasound today oh. of the baby, and it was wild. I didn't know if we was going to, we like, I'm trying to go to all the baby appointments with the wife. I'm super excited. Like, we're both just like super like, like little kids about this, and we get in there, and they're like, oh, we're going to do an ultrasound today, and I'm like super pumped. And so I'm like super nervous asking, are we going to get to see hands and feet and everything? Because last time I totally, I didn't, I, you could barely even tell. It just looked like a little pinto bean or yeah, something. The doctor's like, no, you'll get to see tentacles and fangs. And- <laughs> oh man. But yeah, she showed us today and like, I could, we could actually see like little, little legs moving around, little arms. And, uh, we heard the heartbeat again and it was does, insane does it feel like it's real does it feel like no. you, you look at barb and you're like it it just that's just an image on a screen there's no way that that thing's inside of you because that's that's what it would feel like to oh me, yeah i feel like no like it's still weird like she's i mean she oh, she's been sick like almost every single day oh, sure. um but besides that like there's not been a i mean she's starting to show she show, she's showing a little bit now but it's not she's looking forward to the the rest of pregnancy to where you got the big belly, show it off, just like everything with that, like past the nausea, all that stuff stage. And so the it, nausea, it heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, <laughs> everything. Hey. Um, so anyway, it was a, it was a really cool, uh, cool day for that. Dang. And now, and so I asked, so rookie me, I'm like, well, how long until we can find boy or girl? And they're like, that's a fair oh, question. Another- I wouldn't know how long. Yeah, you know I've googled all this stuff, and I'm starting to read a couple like dad books now, and um, like Jimmy Fallon's English. book. I do have that. Yeah, I do have that book. That one's uh, that one's my, a light read. It is super light read. Light light read. I'm actually reading one. Uh, ben Watson, the tight end for the oh, Ravens. Yeah. yeah, he. I'm. I love that guy. And uh, and he was anyway. from the Saints that. Uh, yeah, he won the Super Bowl. I think. Yeah, he. I actually read one of his first books, Under Our Skin. It's about understanding African American culture and stuff. It's a great book wow. too. But he just wrote one about uh, fatherhood and stuff. Uh, but anyway, I've been reading that. And so anyway, she said it's gonna be like another like two like two months, like seven to eight weeks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is the longest wait ever. Are you guys like gonna find out right away? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not about the whole like waiting until like we want to plan and I want to find out. I'm I don't care. I'm like try. I dare you to try to keep this from me and have me do some stupid. Well, I shouldn't say stupid. <laughs> I saw recently that uh, Langston Galloway of the Pistons, he had like uh, some kind of rig set up on a rim after a, a Pistons game. 
and he had everybody like on the court, like all his family and all that. And Tobias yeah. Harris was taking an Instagram video of it, and he goes up and he dunks on the rim, and this all this blue confetti comes out after he dunks, and that's how they find oh, they found cool. out the you know the gender of the baby. So are you saying you want me to dunk, bro? If it's gonna be another two months, you could work yourself up to a dunk. I think that that could be my goal for like baby number two. If we're blessed to have a second baby, to say, all right, the gender reveal for the second baby. I'm gonna get in so much of a shape. I'm gonna dunk it. Oh man. Anyway, enough about my offspring. Wow, that's crazy to say. Uh, so Isaac has to wait for the gender reveal of his baby uh, just like we have to wait for some of our board bets some of them are season long some of them are even longer than the actual season some of them have already been settled and so we wanted to go back and uh, go through all these board bets the same way you guys will be able to hear about Isaac's journey with his first child you will be able to hear about our board bets and you have a little bit already we went through these so we'll go ahead and We'll reintroduce uh, those to people if you just jumped on since um, since we started these. And so we'll redo them. Isaac and I are basically making bets uh, throughout the season just to see who would be right about these. And then at the end, we will uh, we'll come up with something for us to do. We've been bad at that, but we'll, uh, we'll come up with something stupid for one of us to do, whoever loses. Nick, 2,000 words on why the Mavericks should bring back Jeff Withy. <laughs> why his time in Dallas was the most impactful. And I have to post it like Shea uh, Serrano does. This is my most important article ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So let's get right into it. Our first board bet. And uh, the one that looks – this is the saddest one to me. Of all the board bets that we made that are just like gen- – these are all general NBA. Should I, should I pull some of these up so I make sure you're not like fleecing me on some of these? That no, I'll, I'll be honest about them. You've lost. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say what they are and then I'll say – where we are, like who, which one of us decided to to pick which side? The first okay. one, <sighs> Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, and Dennis Smith Jr. will finish top three in Rookie of the Year. I said yes, and you, hmm. you uh, smartly said no. I win. That one, you are definitely going <laughs> to win. And so, the the three that it is right now, I think I still think Ben Simmons is number one. I think Donovan Mitchell is yeah. close behind him at two. And then, mm-hmm. hilariously, Lonzo Ball's teammate Kyle Kuzma, I think, is is hanging up his uh his cleats at at three. Probably, I think I agree with you in that. Because a lot of people are saying Tatum, Tatum's such a good situation. You know, like, I don't know if you if you flip the two, <laughs> you know, would they be doing? They're they're kind of very similar players. If you flip the two, which one would be doing uh, better? It's hard true. to say. I actually think I might give it to Tatum. I think I would give it to Tatum, but anyway. Keep but wouldn't going. Kuzma play a lot better with that supporting cast with Jalen Brown, Kyrie, Al Horford? No, because he wouldn't. Be, I think Kuzma needs like the ball in his hands and shots a, a lot. I think he he can catch and shoot though. Yeah, that's true. It's a tough. I don't one. know. It is tough. That's super tough. But Kuzma's leading the Lakers in scoring. He's a rookie. He's twenty seventh pick. You almost want to give it to him, give him the nod just because he was oh, the twenty seventh no. pick. Give him the award? No, just give him the nod for that third spot. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I could believe Like, if that, I'm going yeah. between the two, I'm almost like, man. like I'm like, Nick, I'm not letting your fandom go that far. <laughs> no, I, Lonzo is totally <laughs> out of this. But I will say this. I never I, I never thought somebody would catch Ben Simmons, but Ooh, Donovan Mitchell man. could have a really good shot at it. He really does, 
especially like the the Jazz are kind of sniffing the playoffs right now. If they're uh, and they're going to make a move at the deadline to make a playoff push. If they okay, what do you think about? I don't know which players would be going back and forth. Maybe favors or something. But if they could get Miritich, yeah. What do you think? Do you think that 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 would help them and that they could potentially? Right now they're in tenth. They're uh, below five hundred. Uh, by actually a lot of game, <laughs> eight games. Uh, they can make a, a they get Miritich can make a push. They've had a bunch of injuries. If they could get everybody back in, I think they can make a push for the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think they they definitely make a deal before the deadline. Uh, it should just be interesting because you kind of got your two. I think, in my opinion, I think everybody except Gobert and Mitchell should be off limits, and I mean should be up, for, be grabs. up for grabs, and then you kind of go from there, but. I don't think anybody's going to take Ricky Rubio right now. So you're probably looking at the expiring of favors and uh, expiring contract of Joe Johnson. They could. That's the thing. If they want to upgrade, they they have two of those contracts right there, two double-digit um, expiring contracts in Joe Johnson and favors that they could go to a team saying, hey, we'll take on a big contract, like a good player, um, for like cap relief. So I haven't seen anybody mention them with the Lakers. Yeah, like as far as like getting like Clarkson or yeah, Clarkson or Randall for Randall. Uh, for with Dang as well. Yeah, yeah, I was actually playing with that last night. Uh, I was actually playing with Utah and Dallas. Um, there was a trade that I was like kind of debating, uh, or did not. Did you really or did you not but... give them Dwight Powell? No, I mean I'll tell you what it, what it was. What some of us were talking about, some of his friends were talking about. It was Wesley Matthews and Josh McRoberts for fav- for favors and Alec Burks. Interesting. They just and do that for the expiring contract. And what? How long? How much longer is Burks? Two more years. Yeah, yeah. So Wesley Matthews p- put him on that team with with Mitchell and Gobert. You'd be, I mean, you're paying Burks. You're already paying Burks $10 million next year, so you'd pretty much be paying an extra $8 million for Wesley Matthews next year if you're Utah. If you're Dallas, you know, you're paying – I don't know. I don't know why Dallas would really do it, but we were kind of just debating it, a few people. All right, our next board bet. Carmelo Anthony will finish the, – there's a couple of these that have already been settled. Let's just get those out of the way. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony – This was made before the will season, Will finish guys. the season on the New York Knicks – I said yes, uh, and Isaac said no. The results, obviously Isaac has won this one. Uh, then there was another one that we made where uh, Dwayne Wade will be on the Cavaliers. I said yes, Isaac said no, and so I won that one. So those are the only two that have actually been settled. One of them became void, which we will talk about in a second. But uh, A couple of these I just want to go ahead and put my name on. You want to put your name on them? Oh, because you think you've won well, them as already? The, as the winner. The rookie of the year one. We can put my name we'll on put that. It, we'll put it in pencil. How about that? <laughs> uh, but there's a stat going around right now that Lonzo Ball, uh, when he sits, the Lakers are 0-7. Ooh, wow. Big time. <laughs> They're 2-7 and seven when he plays. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so those are the only ones that have actually been like truly settled. Then you have... Uh, the one that is void now. We made this the very, very contingent upon injuries. If uh, Gasol, Conley, and Parsons avoid major injury, Memphis makes the playoffs. Uh, that did not happen. So I thought that Memphis would make the playoffs. Isaac aptly said no, they would not. 
I just want to be on the record saying I didn't care if they played all 82 games, all three of them. I still think they would not make the playoffs. But anyway, I was going going with them. All right, so those are the that's the only void one and settled one. Next one, there will be a new MVP. So not LeBron, not KD, not Steph, not Russell Westbrook, not Dirk Nowitzki. You know, none of those guys. There will be a new MVP. I said yes. Isaac, you said no. Isaac, who do you think at this point is the front runner to win this one, me or you? I think who this one's really tough because. Before Harden went down, I would say you're the front runner to win it because I think Harden was the front runner. Is that guy um, going to come second in MVP like four years in a row? Forever. Uh, no. He's going to be the Buffalo Bills th- of, <laughs> of MVP. I'm still fairly confident in this. I still think Ke- Kevin Durant will win the MVP. I still said if he didn't get hurt last year, he would have won it. And with his defensive stats this year combined with his points – Everything they're gonna finish first in the in the West with a ton of wins, and I just don't. I mean, I, I think he gets. It. I think between Durant and LeBron, one of those two will win it. I think that the narrative has swung back to LeBron's camp, where there people are saying like, "Oh, he's you know now he's underappreciated." <laughs> you know, like somehow he wins all those in a row, and then they're like, "Oh, he's you know got to have somebody new in there." And now I think it's swung. Cleveland back. has to get the one seed for him to get it. I don't know. I don't even know if he has to do that. I just, I, just, I think they do. I, I don't. I can't. I just don't think that Boston, especially if they finish like third, if like somebody like Toronto or something, that's where they are right the now. Two seed. Yeah, I, I don't see LeBron getting that. Yeah. No. I, I don't know. I, I still think he's just putting up such good numbers, and he's really carrying that team. If Isaiah Thomas. If when he starts now, he's back and he's starting to get back into the, you know, like they should trade Isaiah like Thomas. Well, not right now. His trade value is probably pretty low at this point. If Isaiah Thomas for Markel Fultz, bro, I don't think the Cavs would do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the video of him the other day? Yeah, it's so broke. Gosh, I feel. Remember like, when we I, argued? Remember when we argued about me beating Salah in a three-point shootout? I think you can beat. Fultz. I think I might be able to beat Fultz. <laughs> oh man, gosh, yeah. So the Cavs are on pace to win uh, fifty games. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if they don't, if LeBron ain't winning, yeah. MVP. If they if they barely win fifty games, I don't think he's gonna win. But it, I just feel like that that narrative has swung back. So, but yeah. Yeah, I, I said this two years ago, and I still stand by it. LeBron's MVP days are done. It probably is. Like, like if he doesn't get it this year, and if they if they can't win fifty five to, like if they go on a run at the end of the year, like let's say they they string together like yeah. 10, 12 in a row, like games in a row. Let's, let's say they trade for DeAndre. They make this big run. They finish first in the East and over Boston. They have some big time wins. LeBron doesn't rest and everything. It, everything turns away by the end of the year. Then he'd have a really good shot, but uh, that's a lot of ch- uh, boxes to check off. Are you doubting the king? <sighs> he ain't my king. That self-proclaimed king bragging because he owns Chrome. He ain't my king. What's he? What's he the king of? Twenty-six inches is a pretty low throne. I love how you go back to Cleveland, but yeah, you say you're the king of New York, bro. Why don't you go to New York? You say you're the king of it. You still scared of that? He's, he's the king of everything, I guess. Please, he's the king of the jungle. Ooh, ooh. He's the king of the sea. Why don't you say you're the king of Cleveland? Right. Then, or do you not, not want so to So who do we think is our MVP? We think KD or 
potentially LeBron. Giannis boat seems to have sailed. The Harden boat seems to. Yeah. That Harden one can come back. I think that 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 still has legs. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and then it doesn't seem like anybody else really. Yeah, there's us. I know this is off subject a little bit. But we talked about our All Star picks a while back. I think I will have to admit I had to put Jimmy Butler in over Jokic right now. Did you listen to Zach Lowe's podcast with Jim Peterson? No, I haven't. Oh, no. Jim Peterson is the analyst for the for the Timberwolves, and he goes on like this five minute soliloquy about how Jimmy Butler is just the best thing that's ever happened in Minnesota, and how he's he literally said that he's getting to the level of Kevin Garnett for the Timberwolves. Like that's oh, how important stop. that's how important no, he is for this no. team right now. No, no, no. Listen no. to it. I, I almost Don't. believed him by the end of it. And that dude is a guy that watches no. every every like every game and talks about it and is there with the team and travels with the team. Gosh. I'm I, I don't know, man. Like you gotta think, Minnesota Minnesota no. was not even that good like with Kevin Garnett. Like they made the conference finals one time and that was like their big thing. Like he was so super good, but if they, they go to have, Western Conference Finals, then I'll, I'll listen to that They didn't have a supporting argument. cast at all, except for that year with Spreewell and. Yeah, you know how high I was on Mini before the right. season. Oh, that's we'll one of our board bets, I think. All right, okay. moving on to the next one. Uh, all four Warriors will be All Stars. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, ugh, if Butler and Towns make it, I think that I win this because no. I had no that. All four Warriors will not be all-stars. You have that they will. Well, first off, Draymond's going to beat Boogie for that starting spot. Man, wow. The coaches would have to pick put Boogie in there. That would be tough. Yeah. Well, Because the, Draymond, the, did you see how much he was leading Boogie? The fan vote is a little misleading because it's only, isn't it only 50%? 50% of the starters. Of the yeah. starters? Because of the uh, Zaza. I, I, I think it, they should call it the Zaza rule. The <laughs> Zaza rule. <laughs> they should call it the Zaza rule. But I think it, it only yeah. counts. It's at least a portion. It might be 75%. I'm pretty sure it's 50%. It's a good show. So 50% from the fans, 50% from, I think, either players. I think it was players last year because a whole bunch of people were voting themselves <laughs> in. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. If, if, AKA if two Joel and Timberwolves could make it in, I think I could have a chance at winning this. I also have to get Damian Lillard in there, and I – I don't know about that. Both, both. I think Pelicans. all three. I think three Warriors start, and then you're gonna. I don't. They're not. Whoever oh. the the coaches are not gonna. Yeah. Be if, if they, if all, if three of them start, there's, there's no way I can win this. Okay. Uh, the next one, fittingly, is Demarcus Cousins finishes the season in New Orleans. I said yes. You said no. This is uh we also had let's let's say the next one as well goes with it an all-star will be traded at the deadline. We put it in parentheses that an all-star it was somebody that's been an all-star the last two year within the last 2 years. So and since the all-star break is after the trade deadline this year, we can't count this year's all-stars. So an all-star is traded at the deadline. I said no, you said yes. If Boogie is traded at the deadline, then you would win both of these. But I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't feel as confident about that. I thought I thought the mellow thing to... and Demarcus Cousins would play out the exact same way with teams just holding on to him, holding on to him, holding on to him too long. But Knicks got rid of mellow. Although I think New Orleans should, <laughs> um, I just don't see him trading them right now. I thought that I thought at this point New Orleans will be a little bit more um, worse than so they I. are. They're doing they're doing a little bit better, and I thought I thought it was just going to be kind of like. 
they're just look they look like just a lottery bound team and they would try to capitalize on that so I don't feel as confident Boogie being traded, but if DeAndre gets traded, DeAndre Jordan gets traded, I would win the All-Star bet because he made the All-Star team in 2016-17. Yeah, that, that would count. Uh, but the Clippers, in the same vein as the – I mean, the Clippers are only two games back from the, the Pelicans. Like, that, that like, 6th to 10th range in the West is really, really close, like within a game and a half of each other. So the Clippers are yeah. – they're right in there. Somehow they're staying afloat. Lou, Lou Williams. Yeah, I was all, I was all about the Clippers, man. Yeah, I was all about them, and I still I'm still confident in saying if they if they all stayed healthy that they would have been. Five yeah, or six I have them as a playoff team. I think um, I still have them as a playoff team because Blake's eventually going to come back. Yeah, I mean Blake's been doing um, decently here lately, and DeAndre's been, you know, he's he's hurt. Last game, I know he's I know he set out the past two, I guess. Um, but it's just gonna be decision time for them over these next few weeks. Do they? Man, do they we've keep been saying guys? that for how many? How many years have they been? People been saying that about the Clippers. They got to either. Well, I mean, decision time as far as like they gotta decide: do they keep them and go for it or not? Because if they trade Lou and they trade DeAndre, then they're not going for yeah. it. <laughs> or if they keep them, then they're going for it. So they gotta decide that. If this was last year's regime, I would say that there's no chance in doing that. But since Doc Rivers is no longer the, he's no longer like the GM president, that kind of role. And Lawrence Frank is not doing that. I think that there's a better chance of what you're saying to happen. So, but that one, I hope I'm the all-star at the deadline. I hope I'm wrong about because I love trades so much. Oh, me too. I can't. This is the the best time of the year. Also, there was a, a Tim Bontemps piece from the Washington Post, which is honestly the most random article I've ever read in my life. It it he went to he went to Toronto. He went to like the D League uh, showcase thing, and then he talked to a whole bunch of execs that were up there. And he talked about like the Raptors. He talked about D League stuff. He talked about um, Thon Maker's brother <laughs> in this in this piece. He, talk, he was just like it was. It was basically random. just like random thoughts from Tim Bonteps. It was really good. So go to the Washington Post and look at that. Um, but he talked to some execs, and the consensus from them is that the deadline looks like it will be a dud. That was his actual quote. And a quote from an exec said, there are plenty of good players to be had, but the problem is no one wants to take anything back, which is sort of the problem that we've you know run into with our fake trades we've come up with. We're like, well, that team isn't going to want to take that contract back, and it's the con- – the- idea of somebody taking Luol Deng back is it's pretty much what the whole league's looking like well um it's what a great segue to Mark Cuban uh talking with the Dallas Morning News and he I think I guess it was Eddie uh Eddie or Brad one of the two that cover the team uh the only two that cover the team home and away and um but Cuban talked about the cap space because Dallas is sitting on roughly around $13 million in cap space right now. I think there's only two teams in the league, and correct me if I'm wrong, that has double digits in cap space at the moment. It would be the Dallas Mavericks and the Chicago Bulls. Dallas has roughly 13. Mark Cuban, quote for quote, in the Dallas Morning News article says, I would say we are looking to use our cap space actively. We will take back salary to get picks or guys we think can play. So, they don't, they don't want to set <laughs> on it. So, Cuban's saying, we'll take back salary if you attach picks or guys we think can play. CC, so, Rob Palenka, CC, Magic Johnson. CC. 
that's encouraging. <laughs> that's encouraging because that that's my whole th- that's my only my main agenda with this like or should be all of our main agenda with this whole cap space going before to the deadline is let's get some type of peace. Let's get something for the future, whether it's a draft pick, whether it's a young player like a Julius Randle, something. Let's get it at the deadline. I don't know who it, what it means about people going out, but let's just let's use this cap space and get something back I, for the future. The more I think about Julius Randle, I think about our conversation we had at the AAC after the game on on Saturday, and I just think we would have I would have so much deja vu, <laughs> like an ins- an not, insane amount of, amount of deja vu because the Mavericks were awful at the beginning of the season last year. They were awful at the beginning of the season this year. Then they were like five hundred, and now with like. <laughs> In their last fourteen games, the Mavericks are what? They're seven. They're seven and seven. I don't know. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Since yeah, and then they acquire like they acquire a young Kentucky big man that's a free agent at the end of the season, like a restricted free agent at the end of the season. I just I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> it would just be too much. I I think it's a it's a a totally different situation. I agree. Here's the thing: if in a in a normal situation with the Lakers, if they if they were not the Lakers and they didn't think that they had a really good shot at getting the LeBron or Paul George or something like that, they wouldn't be giving up on somebody like Randall. Like Randall's a solid player. I mean, a rebuilding team like that wouldn't be giving up on him. They would go into restricted free agency and, and make it happen. So it's yeah, I mean, it's it's just a a weird situation, and I don't think it's Randall hasn't missed. I mean, well, he did miss. Uh, that he missed whole, his what, first season. He played. For his came, leg. came in and got injured. Fourteen minutes, but that was a that was like a break. That wasn't a, a terror or you know anything dumb yeah, like that. Okay. Uh, also, I wanted to to bring up this point. Uh, our guy at this is Than. He asked if you know he he brought up the point about a player playing for their hometown team and somehow that you know affects them in a way. He brought up Chris Davis playing for the Rangers. Um, you know, talking about that as a distraction. I'm like, I'm like, that's a that's a little interesting. You know, looking at that from that perspective. However, Julius Randle has a family. He has, uh, I think, a daughter, and you know, a wife, like a really young daughter and a wife. And so he's he's at a little bit of a. Di- the Lakers have talked about this way too much <laughs> in the, the pieces that I've read in the podcast. I've listened to about them, but they uh, they talk about that as his. You know, he seems to be more mature this year and stuff like that. And so I think that he's definitely at a different place than Nerlens Noel was, you know, that being the case. Yeah. So it is definitely a different situation. However, it's just so similar with <laughs> where they came from, where they are with their contract and, you know, as a player and stuff like that. It's oh, just yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it has an eerie so, type of All right, of well, enough about that. There's a couple more board bets we need to get to. Um, this one is, is so funny and hilariously close that I just I laugh at it just looking at it. Who scores more points, Gary Harris or Rodney Hood? I picked Rodney Hood. Isaac aptly picked Gary Harris. Uh, Isaac, right now you are winning by <laughs> point four points per game. <laughs> Gary Harris. I'm talking about Gary Harris, Harris family. Is averaging sixteen point nine points per game. Rodney Hood is averaging sixteen point five points per game. Sad that is blood. hilarious. That is so close. <laughs> that is so incredibly close. That's, 
That is pretty wild. I'm not going to How I'm close it is right now. I, I hope at wild. some point during the season they're exactly tied. And I'm sure they have been at some point in the season. I just haven't. They go into the last week, and we're both watching Jazz and it's Nuggets like games. It's like when uh, Mo Harkless stopped shooting threes after he hit his threshold last year. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that man. was awesome. Right. Two more. Uh, I'll bring up. Let's bring up this one. Uh, this one is also tied. Dirk Nowitzki averages more points and rebounds than Jermichael Green. Currently, right now, Dirk is averaging twelve point three points per game and five point five rebounds per game. And Jermichael Green is averaging 10 okay. points per game, so 2.3 less than Dirk, and 6.7 rebounds, so 1.2 rebounds more. So we are pretty dead even on that one right now. I would I would win. And Nick, Nick picked I Green. I picked I Dirk. So in order for me to win this bet, Dirk would have to finish averaging more in both categories, not just points. I feel comfortable about the points. It's the rebounds. So come on, Dirk. Get a couple more rebounds a game, man. Let's uh, let's come win on, this guys. Bet Miss a couple more shots in Dirk's direction for Isaac. And then our last board, <laughs> Dwight Powell, just shoot it around Dirk. Our last board, I can't our say that. Our last board bet. Uh, who will have a better record? This one is also tied. Minnesota or San Antonio? I took. No, we got two more board bets what? left. Stop. The last one you won. Okay. So oh no! I, yeah, there's there's two more. I count these ones as together because they're better records. I put them in categories. Oh, okay, so. okay. Who will have the better record? Minnesota versus San Antonio. Isaac Harris, after a loss, an inexplicable loss to the San to the Atlanta Hawks today, <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs and Minnesota Timberwolves have the exact same record right now. Twenty nine and sixteen. I just want to say I got laughed at for making this preseason at the beginning, prediction. At the beginning Minnesota of the season, it did look quite hilarious. And it wasn't just Nick, because I made this uh, very evident, and people laughed at me and tweeted at me and whatever, like, you're so stupid. They're right, but. but. <laughs> Stop so it. we are super close in that one. Uh, Minnesota's been on a tear, man. We we, we talked about Jimmy Butler, and yeah. he is, you know, I think they make a trade at the deadline also to mm. help their bench. They got to get something. Who can they move? Um, I think Gorgie Jane Yeah, he, could he be only moved he plays less price. than 20 minutes a game and that's a that's a, that's a guy that has yeah, play a lot. I mean, come on. Shabazz Muhammad Also, the Kawhi Oh, go ahead. They said on well, Shab- no, I was just said they own OKC's first round pick this year. Also, got some so assets. They could trade that. The uh, hey, you guys want Wes Matthews? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kawhi Leonard is also really hurting me in this one. He's only played nine games. He's only played. Uh, he's only played twice where he's played like back to back games where he's not like inactive after the first game. So. Yeah, and I don't know how long he's going to be out with his shoulder tough. stuff. It is tough. He played recently. He played the, on the 13th. This is the 16th when you're listening to this. Uh, but, yeah, nah, that's still that's still tough. The fact that the, the Spurs have been winning this without their best player is not funny. Right, let's just put it that way. As this is a Mavericks podcast, it's not. We don't like it. 
And our final, <laughs> final board bet. Who will have a better record? The Houston Rockets or the OKC Thunder? Right now, through 41 yeah. games, the Rockets have 30 wins. And through 44 games, the Thunder have 24 wins. So it's not even as close as the actual wins say. No, I mean, I uh, yeah. The Thunder, I was totally wrong about OKC. The Thunder could have a run in the in two seed. Yeah, they could. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. It's Their very weird. weird. Russ is playing weird. I don't know. I th- I thought they would mesh a lot better than they have, and they just haven't worked. I thought Houston would The take Rockets more have time, lost to the Mavericks twice. Right? Hmm. The Rockets have lost the to the Mavericks. The tw- or the uh, Thunder have lost to the Mavericks twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mavericks have won like it's wild. barely double digit wins and there's 15. <laughs> Two of their 15 Man. wins are against the Thunder. That is just so weird. So <laughs> All right, that's where we are in our bets right now. So far we're tied 1 to 1 and uh it looks like you're winning a, l- a little bit more of them than than I am at this point, but it's a long season. Uh, we're a little halfway through. It, later this week, we're going to be talking about uh, the Mavericks draft picks. We're going to be giving our top ten in the draft right now. I got to do some some work on the guys that are that are uh, six through or seven through ten. That that range, I'm I'm really fuzzy on. But uh, we'll be doing that. And uh, Bridges guys, Jaron Jackson, some good Jaron Jackson, the, the Bridges ooh, brothers. Ooh, yeah, I like him. Then. Uh, <laughs> then we'll uh, we'll also be talking about our uh, Mavericks board bets at some at some point this week because the Mavericks only play one game this week, so we'll be going into that. Uh, that's what we got this week on Lockdown Mavericks, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today. Peace out. Boom. <laughs> well, I was, I was gonna give. Uh... Oh crap! I'm still recording. Just cut. This You're out. gonna what?